is Jeans and a Nice Top, a crash course in modern dating with Ash and Mel. Hello, Ash. Hi, Mel. Here we are again. Actually, I mean, again, for you guys is like a few days later, but for us, it's literally 10 minutes after we did the episode um, because we're back for solicited advice. We've got a cool one today. We do. One I think... We've all the posi- we've all found ourselves in this position. Oh Mel my god, I included. We really have, and the thing is with it is like you, you know. I mean, I don't know why I'm already talking about it, and you don't even know what we're talking about yet. But I'm just gonna get. I'm just gonna read it to you first. It's pretty yeah. long, as we love, because you know what? Any complicated relationship, dating situation, thing, it's always gonna be forty thousand paragraphs long. It's gonna be a tome. Mm. It'll be like an encyclopedia. So this is from Jenny. Fake name. Great. Hey, hey, girls. Absolutely loving the podcast. Me and my housemates listen weekly and have a relatable chuckle. Love that. Love the energy of you sitting around. With others. With some wine, with some ice in it, I hope. Yes. Having a, you know, having a laugh and eye rolling. Bit of a long-winded story here. She's not lying, but I'm going to read it out to you. It's great. I mean, it's shit, but great, you know. I've had this guy in my life who I've been on on and off with for a year. When we first started seeing each other, I wasn't that into it, but eventually started to like him. Is this not how everything shit starts? Mm-hmm. You're like harking back to that time when I didn't like this person that's now fucking my life up royally. Um, anyway, that was just an aside from me. <laughs> that was not Jenny. We went on lots of dates and then I went away for three weeks, but we were talking every day, which I didn't expect. Up until two days before I was returning and he went radio silent. I tried to initiate us hanging out, but he bailed heaps so I left it and it fizzled flash forward six months and he starts messaging me again but I'm very nonchalant about it and not interested as I'd just come out of a complex situationship we run into each other at a party and he confesses he was a douche treated me shitly acted like actually liked me a lot and wanted to give it a go he kept apologizing and bringing his mates in to back up that he likes me a lot some of them who I'm friends with as well like chaotic energy to just keep dragging mates over like how what that's such drunk bitch energy from a guy like yeah no like, no no look Jason will tell you Jason is gonna tell you come on Jason tell you right Jason tell her Jason tell her how much I like it <laughs> so good <laughs> <laughs> we start talking and seeing each other again but the same oh. thing happens and we fizzle out again I confront him about it when we stupidly slept together a month or two after. He said, I don't see us working, but he had no valid excuse why. We run into each other all the time now and we're friendly and very flirty, but I know it just goes nowhere and I know I shouldn't want to like him. My question is, what do you do about that person who keeps popping back into your life no matter how hard you try to keep them away? The one who you feel you have that cosmic connection to, but Mm. they've fucked you over so many times. I know I should get rid of them, but I also still have this pull. And when we chat, I can't help but wonder why it never worked. Oh, 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 Jenny, Jenny, I feel so bad because... I feel like I know this guy. I know. And I just know that feeling. Like, I feel so... Like, my heart goes out to you because I know how shitty it feels Mm -hmm. to... I... Yeah. I think I'm going to play bad cop. I feel go. like Mel's going to be good cop. Go bad cop. It's He's got to go. It's got to go. And when they come back six months later with the like, hey, I just saw this. Or they're like writing back to your Instagram story or like sending you a link to a song. Yeah. You need to shut it down and just say, hey, um, look, just a heads up. I'm done here. Please, like, let's just leave it. Don't uh, Don't hit me up again. And then they'll probably write back something emotional to hook you back in with the whole like, okay, but I'll always be thinking of you when the sun sets. And you're like, 
all right, my man, like that sounds real nice, but yeah. please don't hit me up again because <laughs> it gets in your head. Yeah, it really does. It really, And your headspace has too many other things to be occupied by, like learning Japanese or <laughs> figuring out how to cook pasta from scratch. Maybe you need to learn to drive a manual car. There's heaps of shit. Yes. And talking to some dude who does not have an interest and who has verbally said that. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, he's he's a total... Yeah, he's a drainer. He's a life drainer. I'm actually going to go even more bad cop than you. But it's actually borrowing from your behavior because I feel like Ash is is burying, not burying the lead here, but omitting a a beautiful part of what she does best, which is absolutely blocking the fuck out of people that do this shit to her. Oh, they can't come back. They can't come back because you don't have their number. They can't text you. Like I'm talking block their number, block them on Instagram, block them on Facebook. There is no avenue for them to get in touch with you. It doesn't matter if they text you because you'll never see it. I'll never. Out of sight is truly out of mind. And I think that's the only thing you can do with these types of people is that you you cannot have an avenue for them to contact you because Mm-mm. they will find it and they will use it and they will say something that makes you believe that things will be different and they never, ever It's never are. different. No. It's never different. And this is coming from someone who it happened to for two years as we were talking about on yes. the episode a couple of weeks ago. Yes. It's never different. It's never different. It's never different. But if you don't want to do that, because I know exactly what I would do in this situation, which is not do that, because I'd be like, oh, but maybe, oh, Mm. but maybe. I think the best advice I can give you is to ultimatum them. Like if they come back, not ultimatum them. If they disappear, don't message them. But if, if this person messages you again, be like, you know what? I'm not doing this unless we're dating or I'm not doing this unless... You meet like, me at 2 p.m. Unless on there's some, like, Saturday for a drink. Consistency here. Like, you either want to see me or you don't. We're not hooking up. We're not, like, having some DNM. Like, just put, draw a line in the sand of your boundary mm-hmm. here. Because I did that actually. I had my first boyfriend was so drifty. And he was like, um, he'd break up with me every three months. I think I've mentioned this on the podcast oh, okay. before. And, <laughs> and I remember after, like, we we were like in a weird hooking up thing where we would hang out and hook up, but he didn't want to be in a relationship. And then I stopped messaging him. And then he was like, hey, can we meet up for a drink? And I was like, ugh, fine. And I met up for the drink. And then he was like, oh, I miss you, blah, blah, blah. And I just was like, cool, but I'm not doing this unless we're back together again and we're properly together and you're actually going to put in effort. And then he actually did. And we still broke up three months later. But the point being, I did it on yeah. my terms, not on his terms. Uh, I still think you should block, delete, run away forever. Move countries if you have to. Move to Broken Hill if you need to. I mean, there's a little word in the Western legal system. It's called precedent. <laughs> the precedence has been set. Like, yes. It's, uh, there, are, there are these people you have this cosmic pull with and, like, I sometimes, yeah, I, I get it. And I sometimes think, like, maybe turbulence is the way that true love should be in fleeting moments of watching movies, but it's actually not like stability and comfort and knowing that someone is going to be at the other end of the phone when you call, because it's okay for him to message you when he wants a bit of attention or a bit of loving or Mm. just someone to chat to. But I mean, when you need someone, is he there? No, no. And also I have this policy with dating and it's not a hard line policy, but it's definitely like a red flag policy, I would say. 
If you have to have long-winded conversations with your friends all the time about everything this person does, if you have to send screenshots of their texts Mm. to analyze, if you have to think, if you need 10 different mates to input on the text back, if you need to analyze the way that he said goodbye, it's not right. It's not right. It's not right. I don't care what cosmic pull you have there, that shit ain't right. And that's not a hard line for me because I think sometimes you can have little blips in your dating life, particularly in the early days where like things are really confusing. But if it's an ongoing, that's an ongoing trend. Yes. No, run away. Like good relationships, healthy relationships, you barely talk about them. I swear to God. Like when I'm in a healthy thing, people are like, oh, how's it going with what's his name? And it's like, they don't know because I haven't been talking about it because it's easy and it's good. And they yeah. text me all the time and I'm seeing them and I'm not thinking, I'm thinking about them in a good way, not in a like chaotic, dark yeah. cloud way. Um, but also I was going to say about cosmic pulls that I reckon the times I've had that cosmic pull is that I'm actually drawn to the highs and the lows yeah. I'm like drawn to the drama of it and the like angst because those kinds of relationships are exciting mm. because you're either going to get your heart stomped one day or you're going to have this like euphoric, like euphoric sex with this person and it's euphoric not because it's necessarily good sex but because you've been waiting and waiting for it and you've wanted it for so long and mm-hmm. you know that it's fleeting so actually question whether you do have a cosmic pull with this person or if it's just the toxicity that is drawing you in mm-hmm. because honestly when i've had like healthy shit going on in my life you have the smitten feelings and the i'm obsessed with you stuff but it's not this like it's, there's a there's a safety net there's there. no turbulence no turbulence it's mm. just good feels so yeah basically jenny we want you to fuck this guy off please we want him gone but at least if you're not going to put in a boundary so that you're yeah. not just doing whatever he fucking wants totally yeah he doesn't deserve it you're he amazing we love that you wrote to us if you two have a question jeans and a nice top dot podcast at gmail.com or you can dm us on instagram or drop it in the group facebook group fuck yeah and let the constituents of this podcast lend a hand yes thanks guys bye guys bye. Bye.